It's time now for Super Psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. And welcome to Dr. Maricor Pell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaricorpell.com this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And Happy New Year, everyone. Today is Sunday, January 5th, and this is our first show in 2020 and in the new decade. We're now living in the roaring 20s once again. And it's also the first show of the start of our ninth year on the air. So it's the anniversary of eight years, and we're stepping into the ninth year on the air total and the seventh year on blogtalkradio.com. And we're back live from Austin, Texas. And producer of the show, Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, is with us as usual to make the show run smoothly. And I hope that you all had a really wonderful holiday season while we were off the air for a couple of weeks and that you had some chance to rest so that you can get started in living a passionate 2020. And we have an exciting year ahead with lots of great things in store for you to enjoy and to get involved with, I hope. And I'm excited to start the year off on on a wonderful foot with our awesome guests this evening. And so let me tell you about what's coming up this evening. First, right after the break, We'll be joined once again by best-selling author, speaker, and teacher of Toltec Wisdom, Heather Ash Amara. And this time, Heather Ash will be discussing her latest book, Fresh Off the Presses, at The Warrior Heart Practice, a simple process to transform confusion into clarity and pain into peace. And I just received my copy a few days ago and already have read through it and started working through it, doing the the exercises and realized that it's perfect timing for starting the year off right. So I'm really glad that she's coming on as the first guest of the year. And then later in the show, we'll be joined by the high-energy Austin musician, Chris Toast of Chris Toast and the Jerks. And he'll be talking about his latest music, where they are playing, And we'll play some of their music right here. And I'm going to talk a little bit, just a little bit, about bringing more passion into 2020 and the new decade. I'll start the conversation for beginning the new year on the right step. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. And my email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at 
drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L. And you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website, and the link to this evening's podcast will be posted later tonight, along with any website links or important information from the program. So take a look later tonight if you want to hear the show again, if you want to um, check out contact links and things of that sort at drmarikarpel.com. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, that's B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash your golden years. And if you want to find out about previous programs and listen to the previous programs for all six years that we have been on blogtalkradio.com, you can read all my blogs in Huffington Post and Thrive Global, uh, find out more about my book, uh, watch videos, all at my website, drmarakarpel.com. And you can hear all of the podcasts for the past six years at blogtalkradio.com slash yourgoldenyears. And also be, be sure to follow me on Facebook because that's where you'll find out about upcoming events and the show that's coming up, the next show. So um, that's it. That's, you know, documentarycarpel.com is great one-stop shop, but um, Dr. Mara Carpel, Your Golden Years on Facebook is a great way to find out what's coming up in the future. And you can also follow me on Instagram, which is just simply my name, Mara Carpel. And if this is the first time that you're tuning in, I'm a licensed psychologist from New York City practicing here in Austin, Texas, and sometimes in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. And I work with adults of all ages and have a specialty of working with seniors and caregivers. And for the past few years, have also been evaluating veterans for PTSD. Now, if you want to contact me, if you think that there's something that I should know about or you want to ask me a question, feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 512-626-6973 and just leave me a message and I'll get back to you within the next day, the next business day. And you can email me at drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com, or go through my website and just click on contact. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by Dr. Ronald DeVere, neurologist, memory specialist, and author of the book, Memory Loss, Everything You Want to Know But Forget to Ask. To make an appointment with Dr. DeVere at his memory clinic in Lakeway, Texas, or to purchase a copy of his book, you can call him at 512-261-7909 or send him an email to rdevere at that's R-D-E-V-E-R-E at austin.rr.com. And his book is also available on Amazon. And this evening's program is also sponsored by Storyhouse. Storyhouse gathers your stories and turns them into multimedia collections that can be shared now and for generations to come. 
Have Story House open to conduct a private interview in your home or invite them to your next big event or a family reunion. Story House, where your memories live. Find out more at yourstoryhouse.com or call 512-296-8752. Okay, we're going to take a really brief break and play some of our sponsors' commercials, but don't go anywhere. The break is going to be brief, and when we come back, We'll be joined once again by best-selling author, speaker, and teacher of Toltec Wisdom, Heather Ash Amara, to talk about her newest book. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on live stream and podcast at drmaracarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone to start the new year off right, we have teacher, Toltec teacher, author of numerous books, and a guest who's been on the show multiple times, Heather Ash Amara. And Heather Ash is joining us this time to talk about her latest book, The Warrior Heart Practice, a simple process to transform confusion into clarity and pain into peace. Welcome back, Heather Ash. Thanks so much, Merritt. So good to be here. to keep that in mind. Oh, can you hear me all right? <laughs> yes. Somehow I got muted. Um, uh, just in case you didn't hear me, there's a slight delay when we speak like this. So it's good to keep that in mind. Um, okay. So, so good to have you back. Um, how are you these days? I'm good. A little bit in a uh, few days before the birth of the book mode, but really excited and yeah. grateful. Yeah, that's Yep, get ready. <laughs> You've been through how many? What book? What what number of baby is this now? <laughs> this is the eighth book. So eight books. Wow, that's yes. amazing. So you know, I wanted to say it was wonderful spending time with you this summer, having us a little while to sit down and chat. I really enjoyed that. 
and um, and I'm really enjoying the book. I received that in the mail just a few days ago, and um, you know, I realized as I was reading through it and and starting to do some of the exercises in the book that it was perfect timing for me because my intention for the new year was to kind of clean out all the old stuff and make room for more passion in my life. And this was the perfect tool to do that with. So, uh, you know, I'm so glad you're here to talk about it. Excellent. Yeah. So a good, definitely a good new year's book. Let go of the past and step into really what your intent is. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, first, before we go on to talk about the book, why don't you um, give our listeners a little bit about your background in case they haven't heard you here or any of the other places um, that you've talked before. I was raised in Southeast Asia. I traveled around a lot as a kid, and because of that, I've I just really saw how different and amazing human beings are. And when I first came to the States to go to college, I felt really disconnected and I didn't know why. So at that time, I was, I was seeking and I got into politics really big, realized a couple of years into that wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And that was when I started studying different spiritual traditions, which I had also done as a child. And I started off exploring European shamanism and really about how to come back into relationship with the cycles with the loving the beginnings and the endings and to really honor the elements and nature. And then I met Don Miguel Ruiz, who's the author of the four agreements and studied intensely with him over many years. And so my work is a combination of, of different shamanic traditions really heavily influenced by the Toltec wisdom and the Toltecs were a group of people that came together in South and Central Mexico to study perception. So a lot of the work is, is really looking at the places we limit ourselves, the old stories that we carry, and how to get free, as I think about it, on the inside. Yeah. So, you know, you've written, like you said, you've written eight books. Um, what led you to write this book? The Warrior Heart Practice. This one came while I was talking to a really dear friend of mine, and he was telling me a story. It was, he was on a lot of pain around something that had happened. And if he told me the story, I would stop him and say, honey, that's not really what happened. I was there. Here's what actually happened. And I'd reflect the truth back to him. And he would, he'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, I remember. You're right. I'm telling myself a story. And then two days later, he'd come back with the exact same story, the same amount of pain. And this kept happening. And I, I saw that he was snagged on a story and he couldn't get free of it. And that, that so often happens to us. And so like the third or fourth round of this, I just closed my eyes as I'm talking to him. I just closed my eyes really briefly. And I said, is there any way I can help my friend? Like I love this human so much and it's so hard to watch him suffering and at that moment, this process dropped into my being. Hmm. And it was very clear. And since then, it was about six years ago, I've been using it with myself, with my students, with strangers. <laughs> and we found uh-huh. that it's incredibly effective to, to help us to come back into 
clarity. And, and really why I developed it is because I see so many of us spending so much time stuck in the past or spinning stories, like all the incredible energy that we could be using to create change in really positive ways is often used up by the way that we're talking about ourselves and the ways that we live in the past. So that was really my intent to help mm. bring more intuition and creativity and joy into our lives so we can give our gifts more mm-hmm. fully. Yeah, I, you're so right. We, we really do get, you know, so many of us get stuck on old stories and even the way we view the present and the future is based on these stories from the past. Um, and we don't give ourselves a chance to create a new story when we do that. Yes, and so, often we don't even realize it's a story. Right. Right. It's reality to us. <laughs> so, you know, briefly, because you don't want to give the whole book away, but but can you talk a little bit about what the practice entails? Yes. The warrior heart practice is inspired by the four chambers of the heart. It's really help, to help us to live more from our heart. And just like with the four chambers of the heart, every chamber is important. So you don't go, I like my left ventricle best. You know that all the parts of the, all the aspects of the heart are really important. That's the same thing with the warrior heart practice. There are four chambers. And whenever you're upset or triggered or confused about something, you start in the first chamber, which is called the feeling chamber. And the question in the feeling chamber is really simple. What am I feeling? And that sounds really simple, yet a lot of us spend an incredible amount of energy and time avoiding our feelings, either repressing them or at the other extreme, cycling them. And often our, our story and our feelings get tangled together. So this practice is to help people separate out these different aspects of self so that we can clean them up and create more space. So first chamber, feeling chamber. Second chamber is the story chamber. And when you go into the story chamber, the question is, what am I telling myself? What am I thinking? And you want to go in almost like an archaeologist, like to look at the different layers of the story. Because often the story that's presenting is tangled up with a deeper and older story. The third chamber is the truth chamber. And what most of us do is we go to the truth chamber write a better story and call it the truth. So I really talk a lot in the book about how to ascertain the difference between a story and the truth. And one way is the truth is very simple. Like it's one sentence with a period. So that's a way Uh that you can tell if you're in truth. (laughs) And then the last chamber is the intent chamber. And the intent chamber, again, as we go through the practice, it gets more simple. So the, the intent is one word. What's your focus? Where do you want to put your energy? Where do you want to put your awareness? And your intent is not, I want this situation to be different, or I want them to change their behavior. Your intent is, what are you going to bring? And so then the, what makes the practice really work is the, the next piece, which is called circling back, which is you then take your intent, go back into the truth chamber. And I think of it as the, the truth and your intent become your allies. They become new guides. And you then step back into the story chamber to look with new eyes at the story. 
And then we mm. always close in the feeling chamber because we're, we're learning how to bring ourselves back into our feeling present somatic experience. So that's right. a brief overview of the process. Okay. Right. And I know you have a lot of different exercises in the, in the book to help, to help us to be able to, to take these steps. Because as simple as it sounds, they're not really that simple, are they? Yeah, it's it is one of those things that it's it does seem it is simple, but sometimes the most simple things are the most difficult, and we have to practice and learn. So especially separating the feelings from the story takes a lot of practice. So yeah, as you said, there's a lot of different exercises to help people really get to know and be more intimate with their feeling the story and what then what truth and intent they want to bring. Mm-hmm. You know, what I've run, run across, um, uh, one obstacle that I've run across is that people tend to believe their story so much that they have a hard time being able to untangle it from the truth. You know, yes, and I that think is it's very it's, common. Yeah. And it seems like that's, you know, what's causing so much disagreement right now in our, in the world is everybody's arguing with each other because they believe that their story is the absolute truth. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So it seems as though if everybody were to do this, we would have world peace. <laughs> <laughs> I do think if we, if we all understood the difference between story and truth, the world would be an incredibly different place. And if yeah. we, we started using our stories as ways to inspire ourselves and others as teaching tools rather than being buried in the past, which is so often where the stories come from. Mm-hmm. Right, and we take our past stories with different people to be the, we believe it's the truth with the current people that we're dealing with right now. Yes, yeah. And the stories get tangled in interesting ways. I've been uh, doing private sessions with people recently, and I've been doing podcasts. It's been amazing to walk people through the process, and these are people that have done a lot of work on themselves and have done therapy and have done groups and, you know, are very aware of their process. And yet what they haven't seen is where the story's gotten tangled and caught up in such a way mm-hmm. that they don't realize the, the depth of what they're actually working with. And when they start looking at the story with new eyes and then starting to separate out the truth, the whole thing starts unraveling in such a quick way. It's been really powerful. And it works around health issues, finances. I just did a, a session with someone who is a binge eater. And it was, you know, again, done tons of work. She knew intellectually that she shouldn't do what she was doing. But the story was tangled up in such a way that it was really hard to see her way through it. And, and just by looking at the story in a different way and then starting to name what the truth was, 
she realized some big, big profound things within 20 minutes. Hmm. It'll be fun to see then how she takes that into her world. Right. Right. So awareness is a really big part of healing. Yeah. It's a being. huge part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And willingness. You know, that's what I tell everyone going into to something like oh, the warrior heart practice is you have to be willing to see what's there. If you go in thinking, I already know this story, I know how this is going to turn out, or I know what I need to do, you're not going to find the peace. But if you go in going, all right, let's see what's happening. Let's see what I've done. And you're curious. That's mm-hmm. when you start to, to see deeper into yourself. Right. Right. Curiosity seems to be a very key ingredient here. So we have to be open and curious to learning something new that we don't know everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also patience. Sometimes it takes time for the truth to bubble up. You know, I've had uh, students that have been working with me for a long time and one of them recently texted me and she's like, is this a story? I think I have a story going on, but I really feel like it's the truth. And uh, it was so, it was so funny because it was so obviously a story this is someone who's highly aware, but she's like, but I think this is true. I'm like, sweetie, that's not true. (laughs) Her mother had just died. You know, it was like within a month of her mother dying. And what she Mm -hmm. was telling herself is I should be functioning at the same level as I was before. Mm. And she was feeling that was true. And I was like, sweetie, your mother just died. You're in grief. Of course, that's a story. You're, you're navigating, so, yeah, and mm-hmm. a, diff, a whole different world right now. So, so do you do you think it's it's helpful to have somebody objective to point some of this out, like you're doing for your clients? I think it can definitely be helpful, and you can also use journaling as a good way to work this practice. Mm. So I have a a warrior heart practice sheet that people can download. And for some people writing it out and seeing it on paper helps them to see through different eyes as well. So a lot of people have, have worked the process that way. I've also had people that have gone home. I had one woman that went home and actually created a board, a game board almost like it was felt it had four squares and then she picked found something that represented herself and she would actually walk herself through each of the different chambers on this Mm -hmm. board. And that allowed her to have enough perspective of like, okay, sweetie, what are you feeling? Okay. Now, and then she'd take the little figure and then she'd put it in the story chamber. Okay. What's the story? So Uh when we're creative, when you're really wanting to unravel the story and get to the truth, then you'll find a way, whether that's a coach, because I do have a bunch of coaches that are trained, or somebody like you that has, you know, skill with helping people. You know, a woman I worked with um, had trauma from being in the military, and she'd been working through the VA for a long time. She had PTSD. And I walked her through the practice, and afterwards she's like, that just cleared, like, I haven't gotten to the clarity I have now with 10 years of therapy. Mm -hmm. And I said, bring it to your therapist. Like, it's a really good tool. Bring it to your therapist. Um, And so I think people, if they need extra help, can find a coach or can find a therapist 
that can use the practice with them because it can be helpful to have that objective person and, and also that sense of safety of like, I'll be right here while you go into the feeling chamber. And that can right. allow people to feel safer to have their feelings, knowing that they're being held and witnessed and, and that mm-hmm. they're safe. So, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And that, that all makes sense. I think, I, I think that sometimes we need to have somebody with us, like holding our hand and <laughs> um, pointing things out that we're not able to see, but what you mentioned, some of those techniques that people did with themselves, it's almost like you're, you know, stepping outside of yourself and your higher self is guiding you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. really true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what I found, too, is as you do the practice, it becomes easier to unravel things. I had a situation a couple years ago that was really difficult, very, very difficult situation for me. And it literally was 15 minutes. I just sat myself down like, all right, sweetie, what are you feeling? And at the end of it, I was like, okay, this process works. If I could just unravel what I did. (laughs) It's it's really an amazing process. And you do grow the skill of beginning to shift between the, the story and the truth. And I think, like you said, like there's a higher part of us that always knows what the truth is. What's important is that we recognize there's also a part of us that's caught in the story. So this is why each of the chambers is so important. It's, you can try and bypass it and go, well, I don't, I know the story is not true. I'm just going to go straight to the truth. But if you're not really letting yourself listen to that hurt part of yourself or that scared part of yourself or seeing what else the story is connected to, you're going to miss things. And so walking Mm -hmm. yourself through each of the chambers and then going back through them again is a really effective practice of untangling. And it really is a way to tap into your higher self or that witness self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed some of the exercises that are sort of like things to do along the way, like the not doing the not doing, um, where you talk about stopping yourself from engaging in behaviors that are really not helpful to you or maybe even obsessive by creating these not doing behaviors that are completely unrelated. So yes, I maybe really you could talk worked, about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I really worked to weave some very tangible tools in to help break apart the structures and the habits and not doing is one of my favorites. And basically most of the actions that we take are because we want a reward in some way, or we're thinking that we're going to get something from it. And so when you do a not doing, you're taking an action for no reason. You're taking the action just to take the action. And you're also taking the action to help break apart patterns and habits. So you do things differently. So a couple of classic examples of not doings is going someplace and moving rocks from one place to another and doing it very methodically and very carefully and then moving all the rocks back. And your brain's like, what? Why are we doing this? (laughs) What you're doing is breaking habits and patterns and learning how to show up with every action you're taking completely in the present with no expectation. Uh, another example of a not doing is like eating with the opposite hand 
or wearing different types of clothes than you would usually wear, wearing colors you would never wear. Again, it helps you to start to see where you're leaning into habits and also where you have identities of this is who I am. The more flexible and fluid we can be with ourselves, the more that we can change the inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what you just spoke about, it actually changes the neural pathways in the brain. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know we get we get stuck yeah. in a rut of of habits, and the only way to get out is to change that neural pathway. Absolutely, and I so love how you know all of the cultures around the world, all the religions come from shamanic practices originally from earth based spirituality, and and so. Like there, there was so much wisdom, people that were really close to the earth that didn't have like all the resources we have now, our ancestors, they had so much wisdom that now science is collabor- you know, corroborating. You know, science is like, yeah, that changes your neural pathways. And these are techniques right. that have been being done for thousands of years. So that's always so fun to me that the science, when the science catches up with what our ancestors already knew. Right. <laughs> well, the, the the positive effect of that is that all the skeptical people who yes. say, oh, that's silly, can now say, oh, okay, based on that science. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. based on science. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's true. It is helpful. Our brain's like knowing why we're doing things for sure or that there's a reason. Right. And yeah. not doing for right. fun because even if you – you know it's beneficial for you. They're still like, wait, why are we doing this? So, uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's good. You get right. to challenge yourself, and that's what keeps us alive. That's what keeps us healthy, I believe, is that where we start to stagnate is when we're not challenging ourselves or stepping out of our comfort zone. And so I really encourage people, do things that are uncomfortable, not that are are over your edge, but that are a little bit scary or a little bit like, oh, I wouldn't normally do this. Those are such great things to do because you learn about yourself and you also stretch your mind and your capacity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I've, that's one of the things that I definitely learned in 2019 was that the more I did things that were were uncomfortable out of my normal range of behavior, the more exciting life mm, became. Yes. <laughs> yes, so true. Such a beautiful thing to learn because we think it's going to be the opposite. And when you realize, oh, this is actually fun. It's engaging. Uh-huh. Yeah. We need a balance. I always, I always tell myself and my students that, we don't want to live too far away from our edge. Because if you're living too far away from your edge, you're sed- you're usually feel safe, but you are sedentary and and pulled back from life. But you also don't want to throw yourself over the edge constantly, because then when you're if you're constantly pushing yourself and doing really extreme things, you can start leaving your body and disassociating, and going into more mm-hmm. anxiety. But you want to find where's like where's your edge and live snugged up to your edge. And it's kind of that feeling sense of when you're on a roller coaster and it's going chunk, 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 and you know you're safe, but you're like, oh, my gosh. There's that excitement <laughs> and that a little bit of fear right before you go over. 
And that's a really beautiful place to, to live is right on your own edge to find what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And that's what living a passionate life is about, right? Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're too safe, there, there really isn't much passion. Yeah, so true. And your book so beautifully talks about this, of the importance well, of bringing you. passion into the life. Yeah, yeah. And I think that yeah. as we clean up those old stories, what arises naturally is passion, is mm-hmm. love, is patience, is compassion. These are all part of our natural state. And it's the stories that get in the way. Right, right. Yeah, the way that I was thinking about it as I was reading this, uh, you know, and the, why it fits so much for what I had intended for this year was that those old stories are kind of like muck and mud that sort of stop up <laughs> everything and, and, and keep out the passion and the joy and and take up all your energy so that you can't really enjoy life and you can't enjoy the the path that you're on and so kind of cleaning that up like opens the way and and when you have that space it becomes filled with passion and joy and energy yes yeah you can choose what to put in the space then right right Mm. So, mm, I like so that. Heather, yeah, yeah, um, and I, I know that every time I have, like, cleaned something up in my life and cleaned it, said, you know what, I don't need to carry that story anymore, then amazing things happened. <laughs> so, you know, I gave myself the room to have amazing things happen. So mm. I, I really believe that. Um, so, so before we have to go, um, what else are you doing these days that, that listeners can, you know, join in with? Are you, are you teaching more workshops? I am. I have an online course starting through the shift network in February. So there's a a webinar at the end of January that's coming up. And then I'm also traveling, doing warrior goddess work still. So we have a couple workshops coming up, training facilitators, um, working with the Ruiz family, gathering the shamans. So there's a, quite a few events through 2020, both online and live. Great. And I go on book okay. tours starting tomorrow, basically. Awesome. So that's exciting. Have fun with yeah. that. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Very so good. if listeners are interested in, in finding out how to take your online course or join in with your workshops or, or show up for one of your book signings um, or buy your book or any of your many books, how can <laughs> they do that? <laughs> Best ways through the website, heatherashamara.com. And they there's also I'm also on Facebook and also on Instagram. So Yeah, and the book okay. you can be bought through Amazon, through Barnes and Noble, which somehow has turned into Target. I'm not sure how that happened or when it happened. Um ah. and any uh, independent real re, uh, bookseller. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And All it right. launches so on I'm Tuesday. A... Best of luck with that. 
thank you. Yep. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to post all of that contact information on my website or the information, you know, how people can find out about all of that on my website post about this program later tonight. So um, including your Facebook and Instagram so people can just click on it um, rather than have to search for it. All right. Well, thank you so thank much you so again much. for for being on the program and, and all that you're doing, and, and let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Take good care. Thanks so much, Laura. All right. You have a good evening. Bye-bye. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right. We're going to take a brief break. We have more to come, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Worried about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years, specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia. Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpell.com. And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell in your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And I'm going to speak for a little while before our musical guest comes on. Um, Since it is the start of a new year, uh, I'm going to talk about um, some ways of following your passion in the new year and the new decade, some lessons that I've learned in the past year, um, and just give a few tips about that and also let you know about what's happening in 2020 that you might be interested in joining in with. So um, if if I don't get to all of this this evening, then I'll just continue it into the next show. So don't worry about that. And um, I, some of this is in my newsletter, my New Year's newsletter. And um, if you're interested in receiving my newsletter, I'm, this year I have made the determination that I'm going to send it out more regularly to keep people updated about what's happening. And so, you know, interesting shows that are coming up that you might want to hear, any blog posts that you might want to read, and any other events that might interest you. So um, the way to sign up for my newsletter is to just go to my website, drmaricarpel.com, and there should be a pop-up that will ask you to sign up for receiving a free, I think think it says a free chapter of the book. And then when you sign up, you'll get the newsletter. And 
if you want to read, just want it to get the free chapter of the book, you can do that and you can unsubscribe if you don't want to keep getting the newsletter. There is a little tab at the bottom to do that. So don't be afraid. I won't keep bothering you if you do that. And um, if you don't get that pop-up window, you can go to the little button or the, you know, the little icon that says free gifts. And again, you can sign up to get a free chapter of the book or a meditation that I recorded last year. I plan to record a new one soon and you can just keep that and unsubscribe or keep the newsletter, keep getting the newsletter and find out what's going on. All right. So as I said that some of these um, things I wrote about in the newsletter, but I'm going to, you know, give a, a few more interesting thoughts about it or thoughts about it that interest me anyway. <laughs> so I usually don't make resolutions for the new year because I find that when I make a resolution, it usually doesn't last very long. I even forget about it. But I do try to set intentions. And um, and I try to set intentions all the time, not just on the new year, but it seems like that's a really powerful time to set an intention. So I might set an intention on the new year. I might set an intention on my birthday. I might set an intention on, you know, the um, the summer solstice. What it doesn't matter. We can do it. Uh, on a Monday or a Sunday, <laughs> or just decide out of the blue, I need to set a new intention. But for this year, I set a new intention for 2020, as I just mentioned, that I was going to start cleaning out some of the old habits and and of of behavior, things that I feel I. I've been doing out of obligation that really serve no purpose for me or even for anybody else at this point. They've just been, they've developed into a habit, um, ways of thinking that no longer serve me, um, behaviors that may be a little bit obsessive, you know, checking the news too often, um, things of that sort, or, or even getting into discussions that don't go anywhere, uh, you know, about what's going on in the world, it doesn't seem like it's actually um, creating anything positive. Um, Going down the rabbit hole, as one of my friends recently called it, where you just keep, you get into a discussion and the other person just keeps on wanting to talk more and more about it and you find yourself feeling more and more agitated and you realize that you've gone down the rabbit hole and it's too late. So I have set the intention of getting rid of those things. (laughs) Um, It also includes, you know, stopping things that um, take away my energy, like foods that are really not good for me and, you know, a health-related thing, staying up too late, not getting enough sleep, those sorts of things. So I think it's a really good time. I wrote a, I wrote a blog about it on my, on my website in April of 2019, and you can take a look um, on my website. It was, a very, it was a very short blog called What Can You Let Go Of? And um, 
So I was already thinking about that in 2019, and now I'm ready to let go of those things. And, you know, I've set intentions for what I want to create in 2020. So I think it's a really good time to think about what is it that we really want. Uh, I thought about what I don't want. Now it's time to think about what I, now that I'm making room, what do I want to bring into my life? Um, You know, without intention, we're pretty much at the whim of what's going on around us. We're sort of like blowing in the wind and and we need to have a, a direction. We need to have a clear path. We need to know what we want to achieve. And we know that the path might be windy, but we're still going in a particular direction. So in terms of, um, so that's my intention for 2020. Now, some of the lessons that I've learned, and if you read my newsletter, you might have read some of this. Um, I realized that it's inevitable that life will have ups and downs. And I, I knew that before, but then I sort of deluded myself to think, okay, now I'm on a direct path and, and now the now the obstacles will stop. But they don't ever stop. Um, life is full of obstacles. And some of them might just kind of make us wobbly and some of them might really just be big enough to knock us down. Um, but having lived this long and and experiencing obstacles and getting myself back up, I know that I have it in me to get back on track. And I've learned some ways of getting back on track from the times that I've gotten knocked down. And one of the ways of getting back on track, and this is in my book, I give a lot of information about this, is going back to the basics. So we really can't ignore um, our body, our physical health, and our emotional health in the process of following our dreams. So we really need to look at uh, whether we're eating healthy, whether we're getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise, taking time to relax, maybe get out in nature or do some meditation. Um spend time allowing ourselves to laugh and really enjoy the moment being around people that we en- that we enjoy being around and who um support us rather than knock us down that's really important and sometimes we need to take a break we need to take a break even if we're on the path of following our dreams sometimes we need to take a break and reevaluate the path um, or just rest. And rest is a good thing. Uh, There are days where it's really important to just not do anything. And a lot of us feel a lot of uh, guilt about not doing anything. We feel like we always have to be busy. But taking a break actually gives us um, more energy to be more efficient when we get back to doing what we are on the path to doing, that it's our path of passion, that we become more efficient and we might have more 
um, creative ideas about how to follow that path if we give our mind and our body a break. And speaking of creativity, I've discovered that I need to be creative. And if I, t- if I spend too much time away from being creative, I notice that I start to feel stuck in a rut start to feel like I'm not moving forward. I start to lose energy and enthusiasm and joy. So creativity is really, really important. And it could be anything. Create, you know, whatever you enjoy doing creatively is okay. Some people um, enjoy playing an instrument or singing or drawing or painting or dancing or writing or coming up with new ideas and new inventions, Um, you know, creativity can be any, in any area of life coming up with new ways of solving a problem, whatever you enjoy doing and makes you feel like you are um, trying, you know, coming up with something new or you're really, feeling joyful when you do it, do it. (laughs) So, um, and as I mentioned with, you know, with Heather Ash, um, I learned that doing what scares me a little bit, what feels um, like something that in the past I might have backed away from and not done because it was a little too scary uh, when I've gone through with it and, and did it in spite of the fear, it was exciting and, and it really opened up my life more. Um, and, I, you know, for me, that doesn't include jumping out of an airplane or, or anything like that. As Heather Ash described, you know, going over the edge. For me, that would be literally going over the edge. Um, but doing things that feel a little bit out of my comfort zone have been exciting and have created more passion in my life. And then I was able to look back and say, wow, I did that, even though I was a little nervous about doing it. And I talked about this during the summer, that one of the lessons I learned this summer was flexibility that flexibility is essential for staying on the path. And, you know, we may have an idea of how we want things to look, how we want our goal to look when we reach it. But very often, almost all the time, it looks different than how we imagined it. And, we need to be open to that and enjoy it. It might even be better than how we imagined it, or maybe it's not better, but it's still pretty great because we reached that goal. And so being flexible and open to how it really turns out, the reality is what will allow us to feel passion and to feel joyful um, when we're heading towards our dreams. And, you know, being flexible in even in the direction of our path 
sometimes, as I said, the path will take some turns. It may be a windy path to reach our goals, and we need to be flexible with that. We need to be able to, um, again, reevaluate the path that we're on or the direction that we're taking and whether or not we're getting signs that perhaps we need to tweak it a little bit and follow this new path or the fork in the road to the left rather than the right. So flexibility is very, is key. And then, you know, as I've spoken about before, and as I will continue to speak about in 2020, I will be speaking about the five essential pillars of living a passionate life, and then the nine bricks in the foundation to hold up those pillars. Self-care is critical, and that those are the bricks of the foundation. So I'll continue that next time. Um, But before we go to a musician, I just want to make a few announcements and news. So I'm going to be interviewed for for Awake TV, which is an internet television show uh, by G. Brian Benson, who's been a guest on this program before, on his show, Be Yourself to Free Yourself. And that will air on Wednesday, January 15th. And I will be posting that information on um, Instagram and on Facebook so that you can, and on my website, so that you can watch it. Um, I will post the link. I don't have it right now, but I will have it by that time. And we have some great great guests lined up for 2020 already, as usual. And the big news is that we are doing South by Southwest music festival right here in Austin, Texas on March 20th and 21st. And Art is producing that with Accomplice Entertainment Presents with a whole lineup of great, some of the best musicians on Friday and Saturday night here in Austin, Texas at El Mercado, the backstage. And I will be doing my, this show live on the stage right there on Friday night, um, the first show of the evening and as we get closer I will be letting you know all the details it will be free admission it will be one hour and everybody who comes to the show um, can have a free book one of my books for free so come on out and support me and watch the show live You'll be able to ask your questions right there and get a free book. And you'll be right there to join in with the rest of the music for the night. So so come on out, and I will be posting the information right here. I'll be talking about it right here and posting it on my social media. All right. So without further ado, we are going to play the music of our next guest, Chris Toast. Uh, of Chris Toast and the Jerk. So we'll listen to some music and then Chris Toast will be joining us on the other side. Everyone seems to have the fun in the city with the shapes they molded out of clay. They have so many 
this morning, and I so that's I, I'm going to the to the urgent care, and that's what I did this morning, and waited a okay. couple hours. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you're you're coming with um, your, your group, the Jerks, <laughs> right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. long have you been together? How long yeah. have I've been writing music most of my life since I was 13, but, and, and this is like what, what you, this incarnation is just stuff I've written, you know, um, uh, and we, we've been together for two and a half years with the church. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And where have you mainly been playing? Oh, uh, we play uh, we we play Kickbutt Cafe, which is a really really popular spot in Austin. It's really really a great club, probably the best venue in town. I think it just you know really great monitors, sound guys are are very, Arnie is uh, he's really good. Um, we also play at uh, um, quite a bit at. Uh, a club in Taylor, Texas, which isn't too far. It's like 15 minutes, kind of north of mm-hmm. or east of Austin. Yeah, or north. Uh, it's it's in Taylor, Texas. It's called the Black Sparrow, and uh-huh. that's a real club to play. And then we also play. Um, we played that, that other clubs too. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, I I still have a fever right now, so I'm. Oh kind boy. Of, but but okay. But, <laughs> but I feel so much better having uh, oh. taken action. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand. I, I won't. I won't stress your brain too much. <laughs> oh, oh, that's okay. So, <laughs> but um, can we just played one of your songs, uh, Fillmore Street? Uh-huh. Um, can you can you tell us about it? Yeah, it's I, I, that was like you know that song in particular, just like I, I of course it's it's about San Francisco. I used to live there, and um, I started writing that song probably oh gosh uh, in the in the mm, I want to say the late eighties, maybe in eighty oh, wow. nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine, just chord progression, and then finally the words came. Uh, I moved out of San Francisco, and then the more words came, and and finally, um, it, it's an old song. Um, it, it, that that song took probably of all my songs, that that song probably took years to write. Uh, whereas um, the 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 next the, the 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 other one, I wrote in a day <laughs> that that I sent you that that we'll hear later. But but yeah, uh, but that song just yeah just some reason it took that long to write and I it's I don't know why or how it's the longest uh, song that I uh, that, that I've ever right had, yeah had to write well <laughs> yeah well you know I mean how long did it take Michelangelo to do his work I think it, it was oh, years right on his back <laughs> right <laughs> on, on, on bamboo scaffolding yeah Um, So do you have any CDs out? Um, Well, not yet with this 
this uh, latest incarnation work. There's tons of live stuff on on YouTube through through okay. Dave TV. Uh, there's there's tons of live stuff uh, that we've done. You could see us live uh, that way. Um, and uh, with Dave Fest, I'm sure he'll be tape, taping everything as well. But but um, but not yet. We plan to do something because this is actually the the best incarnation of 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 the, the band I've ever had, you know, what would I do? Um, I've got, uh-huh. um, yeah, I've got Jim, my, my, uh, let, let, let me, let, let me, let me start over. My, my bass player and my, my keyboardist are married. They, they, that, uh, and, uh, my, okay. The, my drummer is my keyboardist's father. So I kind of, Oh, wow. Yeah. There's, so there's yeah. some really <laughs> interesting dynamics and and chemistry there, and it works well. And 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 these guys are the most they're the most creative, if anything, the most complementary to what I do. Um, and they they all add so much to so so much to what, what I do and and what I write, and and they complement it so well. And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just. Uh, Matt Simpson is on bass. Jenna, her last name now is Simpson. It used to be Trust. <laughs> Jenna Simpson is uh-huh. on, and um, Jim Trust is on drums. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That's that must be very interesting to play with a family. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Can, can I can I give a plug for for Two special people in my life. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two. Okay. First off, my my girlfriend Chrissy. Um, she was supposed to come with me, and actually, we're, she was going to do a couple of songs before we, we uh, we we kick off the, the before we we, uh, before the jerks get on stage. And she wrote a song. She's she's a really really good songwriter too. Her one of her great friends in in, in college was Dave David Berman from. The Silver Jews, who just uh, who, who just uh, yeah took his life. Uh, um, mm. Anyway, you, you yeah yeah, but but he was um, she she did a tribute to him and um, and uh, and and um, and we were gonna do some something, but 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 uh, but we through to that we also you know we um, uh, where am I? Uh, and he was yeah. We and the other one is my my son Luca, who has a really good band in Austin now, and he's doing well. And his band, his stage name is Space, and he that's what his band oh, name cool. goes by. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, all right. And there, and he plays in Austin. Okay. He pl- he plays okay. in Austin. Yeah, but but Chrissy okay. Chrissy could not make it. This that she was going to come down with me, but. But you know, life got in the way, and and um, she has to take care of some important things to, uh, over here in Santa Fe. So I'm mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. drive on Tuesday myself, and, and me and my dog, and and I'm going to drop my dog off to my son Lucas to take care of him to, to, while I play with these. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys at the backstage on Thursday. I know that oh, it starts at seven thirty. Yep, I'll, yep. I'll be there. Oh, great, um, great. Yep, on El, at El Mercado on South First. Yeah. Yes. So, um, be, so um, let me ask you first before I have you talk about the song that we're going to play going off the air, the second song you sent. Um, uh-huh. How can listeners find out more about you and your group and where you're playing oh. and uh, watch okay. videos? That that's mm-hmm. easy. Um, we 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 have a website, ChrisToastAndTheJerks.com. Uh, okay. And, yeah. Um, and we're we're on Facebook. You could like us on Facebook. Uh, we we uh, Facebook. We always send invites to you know we. Uh, that's probably the the best way where people locally get to you know come see us is through that. Okay. And, and okay. Great. Yeah. I'm going to post both of those on my website post about this show later tonight. So, um, yeah, great. So um, now before I um, let everybody know what's coming up next week and then Art knocks me off the air, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you tell me, um, talk a little bit about the song that we're going to play going off the air, the second oh, song bad, you sent. Bad Girl? It, it, Bad it's girl, one yeah. Of, yeah, it's it's just one of those silly pop punk rock songs. It just honestly, it, it really has no meaning like Fillmore Street did. <laughs> <laughs> and it took it, it, it just it's just um, I guess it's a song about a, a relationship that didn't work, like many songs are. But there's no one in particular it's for. It's just one of those songs that just like, what rhymes with this? What rhymes with that? The words just came out, you know, at, at the at, uh, literally on the same day. And and I don't know, maybe my subconscious m- might know what it's about. But I, I, it, that that song is also a few years old, so it hasn't been revealed yet. <laughs> but, okay. But it's just one of those right. meaningless silly songs yeah <laughs> okay well we're going to play it on the way off the air tonight and okay. um you go get some rest and let the uh let the antibiotics work oh, and yeah, get sure. better so and have a safe and, drive to austin oh i will and and i want to thank art for 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 the thinking all this possible too for for me mm-hmm. yeah Okay. Thanks, <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> yeah. He heard you. <laughs> okay. And and thank and thank you. And oh, and we'll welcome. be seeing you soon. I'm looking forward to it. All right. And I'll be posting that on my website also. So listeners, if you're in Austin, you can come on out and see them perform at El Mercado. All okay. right. Will you will you have a good evening? Oh, you too. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye. (laughs) All right. So let me let you all know what's coming up in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll play that song by um, Chris Toast. And, okay, next Sunday, January 12th, we'll be playing another encore show. 
And this time we'll be replaying my interview with co-owner of Austin Kung Fu and Tai Chi, Dr. Joe Shaper, when he discussed the body and mind benefits of Tai Chi as we age. And then on January 19th, we'll be back with another show live from Austin, Texas. And that show will be packed with two main guests. First, certified laughter yoga instructor, Rosa Linda Cruz. She'll be joining us from the Rio Grande Valley of Texas to discuss the worldwide healing technique of laughter yoga. That is a real thing. And then joining us from the Alps of Switzerland, author of and founder and director, author and founder, director of Imaginal Academy Institute in Switzerland, Celine Coloni Williams, um, discusses her powerful healing book, The Mother Mantra, the ancient shamanic yoga of non duality. And we'll have more to be announced. And if you want to hear tonight's program again, read the information from the show, get the links from the show, listen to previous programs, um, read blogs, all of that. Go to my website, drmarakarpel.com, D R M A R A K A R P E L.com. And also be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, for everything that's coming up in the future. And you can also listen to this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash Your Golden Years. This evening's program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by neurologist and memory specialist Dr. Ronald DeVere and by Storyhouse. And special thanks to my guests, Heather Ash Amara and Chris Toast. And of course, thank you to Art, and thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, an inspiring couple of weeks. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone.
guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. 